0: It's the Lost Years Pod, Lost Years Pod, running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing, sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you, it's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years Retrospective Fancast. I'm Tay. And I'm Sid. This is our third episode of the
1: pod. We've done it. No more. <laughs>
0: <Final> <laughs> this is episode. the end, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we jumped ahead. That actually would be very interesting. <laughs> Just yeah, imagine the first if- episode and then the last episode. That's, that's the whole show
0: that's the whole show um so yeah actually we're doing the finale today and um this is the end of the podcast thank you for going on this journey with us
1: Um, short and sweet we wanted to keep it brief Uh, yeah
0: just a nice little quick experiment um and i think it went well personally so
1: yeah you know i'd love to do like a reunion podcast and next week (laughs) just recap next week we do a reunion we just recap (laughs) First three episodes of the podcast. It's a tell-all. We're gonna we're gonna share our <laughs> secrets. Just like all the
0: dirt, all the dish, you know, the behind-the-scenes drama between me and Sid. There's um, so
1: much beef. We we have we, have we actually weeks. hate each other. We, um, we have years of drama that we just, just need years. to talk about. Oh uh, man! Good. <laughs> Welcome to episode three.
0: Yeah, this is the third episode. Uh, The title of the third episode of Boy Meets World is Father Knows Less.
1: I could instantly tell what this episode was without even having to watch the episode. I mean, I did. We're talking about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I would hope so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just give a brief synopsis and it's absolutely not the episode at all it's
0: just like completely different um, <laughs> this episode aired october 8th 1993 uh the imdb synopsis is alan wakes Corey up late at night to watch the end of a baseball game Corey fails a test the next day and mr feeney won't let him retake it um very little sean in this episode i think he's only in one scene and there is no third friend in this scene yeah or in the scene with sean so that's interesting Cool. So yeah, let's get into it. You have any do you have any thoughts on the
1: overarching episode before we get into our recap? Uh it's it's good. <laughs> I did I did enjoy this episode. Lots of fun stereotypes yeah. that uh, played their way in every single part of this episode. Uh every time I wrote one down, I was like, "Here we go again. <laughs> it's the 90s." It's the I'm just going to 90- keep bringing it up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the lessons of it were all sweet, so I had a, I had a good time. I'm loving it still. <laughs> I'm, I always feel like I need to
0: check in, because obviously I love this show. Um, this has been discussed, but this is your first time watching it pretty much
1: yeah i the, the thing that i have a a problem with is actually that i do want to keep watching more of it and i'm trying to go episode by episode so i just don't get ahead obviously yeah <laughs> i'm like oh no gotta stop <laughs> gotta talk about this one can't
0: binge it can't binge Ugh. it um cool so we get into the cold open Corey and alan are making sandwiches with entire packages of bologna it looked disgusting. It's disgusting, yes. <laughs> it's huge. absolutely disgusting. Um, and not edible in any way. No. like <laughs> You don't want to chomp down on that. <laughs> Amy came in and was like, are you going to cut it in half? And like, I don't even know how you would cut that in half.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like a little triangle. Like half of a sandwich would be of that just thick, thick wad of just meat.
0: <laughs> thick and baloney. like not even... Good meat. Not a, yeah, nothing good. Nineties <laughs> baloney. That can't be
1: good. Oh. Uh I yeah, I did enjoy Corey just copying his dad with everything they did. That yeah, was that was extremely cute. <laughs> cute. And his um, little uh they put they pour the chips into the bag. Corey just put yes! whole thing of chocolate chips. I was like, Yes, Corey's my man <laughs> <laughs> Just directly
0: into the brown paper bag where it's definitely going to get crushed to pieces.
1: That made no sense to me, just throwing things into the paper bag. I was like, do you not have a container or like a plastic bag? You definitely have plastic baggies in your house. Yeah. Like,
0: there's no what, way. What happened? So, Corey and Alan are going down to watch Navy planes. Um, and this is why they're making lunch. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> the Blue Angels.
0: The Blue Angels. I was like, what is that? I actually don't even know until um, they explained it to Morgan. I was like, oh, I'm Morgan in this situation. I literally don't know what the Blue Angels are. (laughs) Um, Thank you for explaining it to me. Appreciate it. Um, And Morgan, like, asks to come. And Corey, I think this is a thing. I don't know how long this is a thing, but he does. You do when she asks to come, uh, which I think he does for a little bit, but I can't remember for how long. Okay. But he's definitely done it. And I'm pretty sure every episode so far. I mean, this is only the third episode, but...
1: It it does sound like a very familiar phrase. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I've been watching it for years. (laughs) Just (laughs) keep it going. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they're talking about the Navy planes. Amy, the doorbell rings. And Amy walks into the living room. hears Eric on the phone talking about
1: (laughs) Hickey. he gave his girlfriend. I loved this moment so much. Yeah, it's extremely good. I was not expecting it because I know it's a no. family show, but I was like, oh, we're just going to go right in and talk about this fun subject.
0: <laughs> yeah, specifically, okay, I sucked a neck, which is like the most crass way you could possibly say that you gave someone a hickey, I think, personally. I just can't um,
1: imagine like younger kids watching that, yeah, and like <laughs> knowing being with their parents being like, "What does what does sucking a neck mean? <laughs> <laughs> How is that nice?" Um, yeah, extremely good. It's a it's
0: it's definitely a family show. There's other lines that are specifically for adults in this episode that I can't wait to get into. Yep. Um, also, from what I remember of the series, Heather is Eric's longest running relationship. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> She's been in three episodes so far. We haven't seen her, but she exists. And Eric is constantly talking about her. Not constantly, but when he's in scenes. Um, So yeah, this is also the first time we meet Lenny, the assistant manager. And I believe that is also a season wrap on Lenny. I'm pretty sure he also doesn't come back. So there is a grocery store emergency and Alan has to go to the store to fix it, even though it's a Sunday and his day off. And it's insane that the assistant manager would come to his house because he called and couldn't reach him to basically say you have to come work now.
1: Yeah, I I would flat out deny. <laughs> I hired you for a reason. Please be. <laughs> it's please my day off. Assistant manager um, that I can't I hired you to be. <laughs> yeah, which
0: happens kind of at the end, but then he's still. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um. So obviously, Corey is disappointed. Um. He, we get the first instance of just bad 90s humor uh, where he makes a joke about essentially becoming girly because he's not spending enough time with his dad. Full-on gender stereotypes are in action. We hate to see it. We truly hate <laughs> to see it. Um, but that's the 90s,
1: baby. <laughs>
0: Every time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... um. The music gets significantly better in season two, and I'm just holding out for that because it's, like, just so better.
1: So much better. You know what? It reminds me of, like, the National Geographic videos that used to be put on in school. <laughs> I don't know if you had to oh watch my gosh. those.
0: I didn't, but I feel like I have a memory of watching like commercials maybe i'm thinking of discovery though like discovery kids commercials where they were selling zoo books that's what i'm thinking of i'm literally thinking of zoo books zoo books were amazing
1: there's uh yeah yeah, there's some video i don't even remember what the subject was or they were just kind of covering everything but it's like a flyover it's like a white museum and like you're going through just all the hallways and it's just like it's pure middle school oh
0: whoa it just popped into my brain Yes, it literally just now like whoa a memory unlocked into my brain right that's yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i
1: every time that i hear the theme song i've realized that that's what it reminds me of and i think that's why (laughs) i do enjoy it even though it's like very cheesy and 90s it's It's like it's the nostalgia baby it just hits you they got me
0: Um, So we get into the beginning of the actual episode proper. Alan wakes up Corey to watch the end of a no-hitter baseball game. That is uh, their favorite team, the Phillies, playing the Dodgers. Um, And it's very late at night. And I guess Eric, Eric, Alan just got home, I'm guessing, it seems like. Yeah, but I don't know how late it is. What time did you go to bed in sixth grade? Because I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I don't remember my middle school days all that much. I just yeah. remember all the dramatic parts. <laughs> I only remember the drama. Um, yeah. How how big was the emergency that he needed to be gone for the majority of the day? Because actually now I'm yeah. piecing together that they were making lunch, right? They
0: were making lunch. And he didn't yes. appear
1: again until the late evening. <laughs>
0: I mean, presumably he has been at the store. Did he just, like, fix the problem? And then he was like, well, I'm here. I'm just going to close the store, I guess. What
1: I like to do on my day off is actually go into work. (laughs) Is more work.
0: (laughs) Weird. So, um, he wakes up Corey. He tries to wake up Eric, but Eric is dreaming. And they go have uh, a little midnight or late night snack. Um... And watch the end of the game.
1: Classic father-son boxing.
0: Classic. Soda in the middle of the night. And, uh... Man snacks. (laughs) I hate that.
1: Please don't say that term again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I apologize uh, to you and to everyone listening. I'm very sorry. Um, But they have a nice little bonding moment. Uh, Corey is very, um, very pleased by the fact that they're spending this time together. Alan is very concerned that (laughs) his
1: wife will find out
0: that he woke his son up.
1: reassures Corey, just don't tell. Which means, (laughs) (laughs) because that's... (laughs) <laughs> Your mother can never find out this about this. <laughs> it's going to be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> Almost
0: immediately. <laughs> she she has to find out. Uh, but they have a nice little bonding moment. And uh, Corey tells him, this is as good as watching Navy planes any day. Gets an audience all.
1: <laughs> we love to see it.
0: <laughs> we love to see it. So we go to the next scene. It's class the next day. And Corey has slept through an exam. So he fails it. <laughs> Um, I love
1: that he was asleep the whole time and Feeney doesn't the, say anything. He says nothing! <laughs> it's uh-huh. just, you were in a comatose type of sleep. He's like, oh, you slept through it? Bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a personal problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, um, Mingus is in this scene, and I, I'm pretty sure this is the only scene he gets, uh, but he's hilarious. He, in he's this he's my favorite. He already has my yeah. heart. I don't care. He's He's so funny. Um, I I don't know. Uh, oh, Mingus writes an essay for one of his test answers, and um, Sean says she Sean calls him a suck up, and he just immediately fires back with future plumber, which I think. <laughs> And not to disparage plumbers, okay? They work very hard,
1: but that's such a funny insult, like. And, like, just how immediate the comeback was. I know it's, again, I know it's the writing of the show. I love that comedic timing, though, that the kids are still able to pull off. It makes the show way better for me as an adult viewer. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. It's extremely good. Especially, uh, yeah, and then him, n- him naming off, like, all of the Nobel Prize nominees, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like, am I? I'm fresh <laughs> as a daisy. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> like, he's such a little adorable nerd. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's the funniest person in the scene, by far. Um, but Corey explains why he was up late, uh, and Sean is just, like, in awe. You got to stay up and watch the game, and then... Um, minkus obviously lists off all the nobel prize winners uh (laughs) and then cory or no sean again fires at minkus teacher's pet and minkus says fix the sink which is (laughs) just so good for me personally i very much enjoyed
1: it it's yeah he had the moments of the show he and Eric this whole episode. I was yeah, just like, Eric's these lines good. are so good. <laughs> like, I, I will laugh out loud to some of these. Yeah. And that makes me happy. Because not many shows can do that for me. I'm not, not going to mm-hmm.
0: lie. I'm glad this one's doing it for you. That makes me yeah, happy. Me too.
1: I'm, I'm having a great old time.
0: <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of the scene. Um, we get to, we go back to the house and Corey just immediately blows his dad his dad's cover by yelling about his failed test in front of his mom and why he failed his test. Just immediately, um, he has no chill, and his mom grounds his dad, which I think is great. Can she <laughs> does that really work? Can she ground in him in
1: certain ways? Yes, I... <laughs> That's a joke for the parents. Yeah, knowing, knowing things now, I'm like, ooh, boy ooh, meets Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so, saucy. Spicy. I, I will say something at the beginning of this scene. Mr. Matthews walks in the door, and he greets with, hi, babe. And <laughs> Morgan's like, hey, dad. <laughs> it's just, one, hilarious. But two... Yeah, Morgan's great, too. He, the mom... Anne is just like, I think that was for me. And he's like, Relax, it was a generic babe that encompasses all of womanhood. I was like, (laughs) All women? (laughs) Please.
0: please Yeah, that's bad.
1: (laughs) Well, don't I feel
0: special? (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so um, I really like that in this scene, um, Amy is not even a little bit mad at Corey because. It wasn't his fault. Like, he was technically Mm -hmm. in bed, but his dad woke him up uh, to watch the game. And, obviously, he's 12. He's not going to be like, no, dad, I need my (laughs) sleep. (laughs) Like, he wants to hang out with his dad and watch his favorite team play baseball. Um, And so his mom is immediately just like, Ellen, you need to fix this. Um, Not even a little bit mad at Corey for failing a test, which I love. Amy's the best mom. No, I love her. She always makes me happy. Every scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Truly, truly great. Uh, no complaints. Um, so they go out to the backyard to talk to Feeny. Feeny's flower bushes from last episode have mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> it's a, it is it's just a, it's a new a, season. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely gone. Um, yeah, so Alan explains what happened uh, and he says, Can Corey take a makeup? And Feeny is absolutely not having it, does not, does not want to listen. Well, he listened, but he didn't care. He was like, no, he can't take a makeup, but I do understand.
1: Yeah, that had one of my favorite moments because, you know, Mr. Matthews is like, hey, I thought you understood, like, you said that you understood. He's like, understanding and condoning are two entirely different concepts. I was like, yeah, yeah, drop some knowledge on the parents. (laughs) It's not just confined
0: to the kids. He says the word, uh abrogated, which I could understand in context clues, but I literally had to look it up. I was like, I've never heard this word before (laughs) outside of, I'm sure, this episode at some point in my life. Um, But yeah, it means evade in that context, (laughs) (laughs) if anyone was curious. Also, he's been teaching for 32 years. Yeah. And it seems like exclusively middle schoolers, which I just find extremely. That's that's an age
1: to keep <laughs> teaching for that many years. Also, I, here's my my thing with the scene. I have like a lot just written down with this and like quotes heavy, but Me too. when <laughs> Mr. Matthew says, "I don't understand why you're making a federal case out of this," which I was like, "Federal? Okay." Um, <laughs> Only the state. (laughs) Yeah, Feeney claps back with maybe if you were entrusted with the education of 32 sixth graders every day, you'd understand what I'm talking about. I was like, respect teachers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, 32 kids? Oh my God. That's an overclass. That's a huge class.
1: And I actually, I don't know if you wrote down the next line that Mr. Matthew says, but he mentioned something about like, well, you don't have a son. Like, so you wouldn't know. And I don't know like major backstories of people at this point because again, I'm like three episodes in, and mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't have a son, but I was like to casually throw that out like maybe he does like <laughs> <I don't, laughs> you don't know why why do you just assume like even if he does it, he also has the thirty two sixth graders like you have three three kids he has yeah. this many <laughs> so every year he has this like that's many. a lot of responsibility. I feel like. Yeah. Feeney knows what he's talking about, even if he's not a dad. Like, he's kind of. <laughs> and he has to make sure that For they're sure. learning. <laughs> yeah, Alan is pretty rude to Feeney in the
0: scene. Um, and he's really just, like, doing his job as a teacher. He's a very good teacher. Um, and I think it's funny that you brought it up, but, like, the line that he's basically like, well, you don't have a son, so you can't understand... Um, that's like the, literally the line that my parents use on me as an excuse for their behavior. Oh, no. Like, when you have a kid, you'll understand. And I'm like, well, I, okay, if you say so. Yeah. I'm not having kids, though.
1: <laughs> we'll never cross that bridge.
0: I'll never know.
1: <laughs> Sucks. You get to live with this.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they have this disagreement. Um, Feeny says this conversation is over. He goes back in his house.
1: And, uh, you know, I love that he's able to just establish that boundary of like, I'm done. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> we, and we don't and we're done. We don't mix. We're not going to get on the same page. We're not going to go
0: back and forth. I have made my point and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. We, we can all
1: learn something here. <laughs> just <from> Mr. <laughs> Boundaries. <P's actions. laughs> but only kind of because they are still having this conversation over their fence in the backyard. But that's another thing. I feel like Mr. Matthews, just because they're neighbors is like yeah we're just chummy it's like he's still yeah, your kid's we're friends. teacher <laughs> yeah he's he's still he still matters which makes yeah, me so also ch- a little bit upset with the the next scene the just how it mm. starts um when they head back into the kitchen and they're like how did it go basically <laughs> he a butt <laughs> which and then i, I I wrote down his next rebuttal, which was like, the good teacher is a rare commodity in this world. George Feeney is a great teacher. And I was like, okay, so why were you sort of disrespecting his authority back there? <laughs> and then it instantly flips. <laughs> when
0: yeah. like, Cory
1: leaves and he's like, he's a butt. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Alan.
0: <laughs> he's like annoyed. Well, and they get into this, right? Like Amy tells him like, you are upset at yourself more than you're upset at Mr. Feeney for not letting him retake the test. Yeah. Um, And it's really just like him feeling guilty because he's a working dad and he has a lot of stuff that he has to do Mm -hmm. and he wants to spend more time with his kid and his kid wants to spend time with him and sometimes they can't. Um, But, you know, they have they have that little kind of um, fix. But he also I think he had just told Corey to like go get tennis clothes on so they could go play together mm-hmm. and um then they have this conversation amy and Alan do um and then lenny comes back to the house again
1: <laughs> this this one <laughs> made me yell just what are you doing
0: <laughs> and like because- seemingly Alan just came home from the store right because like it was like two scenes ago when not even this is still technically the same scene where he came home um, and was like, oh, hi, I'm back from work. And so now he has to go back to the store because there was a grease fire.
1: That's, <laughs> that's my favorite thing. I was like, there's a fire in the store. Lenny, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, why are you here with At it, it? this point, it's not clear if Eric is on the phone or not. I'm assuming no. So you could have just called <laughs> or... Call nine one
0: one, or just like not call your boss who just left for the day. Yeah, like, figure it out. Handle Lenny. it yourself. You are an adult. I mean, I guess barely. <laughs> Lenny is a problem.
1: Him just uh, constantly introducing himself though cracked me up <laughs> because I am like, I feel yeah. that of just. I don't think I am memorable. <laughs> just, <laughs> just constant anxiety. And back Eric's then, it's like, like, you like, you can, haha. Let's make fun of this, but it's like I, I live with this pain. <laughs> no i get it
0: though is- eric's like you can call me eric and he's like oh that would make me immensely uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i blanch at the thought i love the word blanch nobody uses the word blanch and i think it's extremely good so yeah lenny comes back is like please help everything's on fire <laughs> not everything but a little a little bit
1: but he walks um, in on them kissing <laughs> Oh yeah, he's talking about, about when you're giving Mrs. Matthews mouth to mouth <laughs> resuscitation. It's like what a line. Who calls it that? <laughs> Who are you, Lenny? <laughs> he's never seen kissing.
0: Uh Canon? Lenny is asexual? Question mark? Look at this.
1: Maybe Lenny just is Evan <laughs> from Freaky Friday. He just, <laughs> from Freaky They just kept the character going. They were like, we saw you do
0: this, and we think that it's perfect. So just keep that exactly. <laughs> don't change a single thing. Um, we know you have range, but not now. <laughs> but we don't need that here, actually. Um, so thank you. And here are your sides. <laughs> uh, so Corey comes back down, ready for tennis. And uh, Alan is basically like, no, I'm leaving. Lenny, you handle it. That's why I hired you. And then he says, except there's a fire. And Alan's like, okay, fine, I will come help you. Jesus, essentially. And Corey is a, a little bummed, but he's like, I understand, you can go. And on his way out the door, Alan apologizes for failing him, tells him that Feeney was right, um, and that his education is important, and um, that it was his responsibility to like make sure that he understands that as well. then he goes off to the store solid scene teaching moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah just a nice moment um a quick one again this show goes at breakneck speed yeah it feels a little bit less breakneck than like the first two episodes but this one's still pretty fast
1: yeah well and considering that the first problem in the store happened the day before
0: You're right. It
1: was literally back-to-back issues with the store. Like, I think at this wow. point, buyer Lenny. <laughs> Lenny <laughs> Yeah, maybe Lenny's the problem, actually. <laughs> Lenny can't keep his shit together for 48 hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, so we get to the, the backyard scene here. Corey is playing with a tennis ball in the dark. Knocks his ball into Feeney's yard and then climbs over the fence to get it. And Feeney is very obviously sitting right there. <laughs> He's right like, there. It makes, How did he not see him? It makes no sense that neither of them would have seen each other at some point. And Corey was like super surprised that he shined a flashlight on him, which makes no sense.
1: Yeah. It, uh, I just, yeah.
0: How did he not see him? <laughs> He's. It's not even like there's like a big tree or like there's, it's just like a very even fence. There's nothing blocking it. It was a very silly conceit for the scene, but.
1: Yeah, we've already established you know. that the fence is like two feet tall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're seen talking over it every episode. Like it's a very small fence. Um, but Corey and Feeny, Feeny's sitting outside in the dark. Um,. Which is weird, but, you know, whatever. He's just having some apple juice. Uh, Feeney offers Corey a drink, and Feeney's just surprised that it's apple juice. He's like, oh, I must have let it sit there for too long, which I think is very funny. So, yeah, Feeney starts uh, talking about growing up during wartime. Uh, and he was a boy during the war, which would have been, what, like the 40s? It was World War II. Mm-hmm. Because he mentioned Truman, yes,
1: it so. was it was the forties, and that. But then doing the math also of him teaching for thirty two years, so it would have been that's what 16, I was trying to figure 61. out. Sixty one, so I guess that would have made sense. He's probably a boy in like in the forties for sure. He's like in his twenties, like almost thirties. Yeah, when he started. Teaching. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this timeline makes sense in my mind. All of a sudden, <laughs> it was like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, the war. <laughs> that's forever ago. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, I love man. how I love how like events like that, when they say the war, like that was such a big deal because it was the World War. And nowadays, I'm like, what one? Like,
0: Which one? Which war did what you mean? What thing
1: are you talking about? Be more about? specific, please. <laughs>
0: um, I do really like the line where Corey's like, I can't imagine you as a boy. Did your parents call you Mr. Feeney? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wrote that down. That was one of my favorite little lines. It's very funny. <laughs> a little it's like
0: one of those things where when you're a kid and you see your teacher outside of school, you're like, what? <laughs> you don't exist here. What are you talking about? You belong in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um, Feeney is telling this story uh, about how he couldn't have things because of the war. And then when the president... Um announced that the war was over, he wanted to stay up um late and listen to the announcement with his dad, and his dad was basically like, Oh, it's a school night. Um, no, I don't I don't want you up with me.
1: Which is a very sad story. It is a very sad story. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a lot of backstory on how Feeney is. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is.
0: very explanatory. Um and I feel like that's probably. I'm trying to think if we get any actual like really deep looking Davini past that, and I feel like that's probably the deepest it goes, which is you know pretty deep. I spent, okay, um,
1: third episode. <laughs> it's yeah, like a deep I dive all of a sudden to be like I. Like, I was a child of the war. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't have sneakers. <laughs> they didn't have rubber. <laughs> all the rubber had to go to the war. <laughs> Dad had his drinking buddies. I couldn't be there. My dad didn't want to spend time with me. And it's why I'm like this. It's really deep.
0: Third episode. Third episode. Here is all of your feels for Mr. Feeney.
1: Um, Mr. Feeney. But yeah.
0: So this story, uh, he, he continues to tell Corey, like, um, I don't remember what I learned in school that day. And yes, school is important, but it's it's a very long Like, it's a very wide and long process of learning and blah, blah, blah. And so um, it seemed like he was trying to tell him. (laughs) Me and Corey both were a little confused, admittedly. (laughs) But to me, it seemed like um, he was both empathetic to Corey and Alan's relationship and and, um, wanting to make him know that that was important while also... Letting him know that, like, one F in sixth grade isn't going to ruin his
1: life. Which, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes people just stress education enough, and it's like, it is important for sure, but so is life. (laughs) If you don't have, if you can't live with, like, both of them together, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: just more proof that Feeney's a very good teacher, even if he has some weird boundary issues with the Matthews family. (laughs) Um, And then um, Alan comes out and tells Corey that it's time for bed. And um, he he, uh, and George have kind of something of an apology between them, um, where Alan sort of... They basically, like, see it from the other person's perspective. Like, both of them in the first conversation they had were very, like, adamantly, like, if you knew how I felt, you would understand. And now they're both kind of thinking about how the other person felt while also, like, specifically Feeney relating it to the fact that, like, he didn't have a good relationship with his dad when he was a kid um, and being empathetic to that. Um, And they don't actually say I'm sorry because men... (laughs) But you can you can tell that they're both sorry.
1: Yeah, we they, they just kind of have that look of like we we understand. No
0: feelings here, but we have an understanding. And now I'm gonna go back to my house.
1: Okay, good night. Yeah, again, establishing that boundary just well. Good night, Alan. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm done. And I'm leaving. I have too Thank many you. emotions for right now. I am
0: leaving. <laughs> Yeah, Feeney's the best. Um, So we go to the next scene. Corey's getting ready for bed, and his parents come say goodnight to him, which I think is very cute. It is really Um, cute. Both his parents are like, goodnight, son, we love you. Adorable. Um, But before Amy goes, Corey asks how they can both be right, both Feeney and his dad. Um, And Amy basically says, like, sometimes two adult people can learn to understand things from the other's perspective. Um, and Corey has a line here that's like, but how come... <laughs> how come I oh. only
1: think one way about things and yes. I'm always wrong?
0: Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having that. Because I was like, I'll just remember it and I didn't write it down.
1: No, it's, that was one of my favorite lines out of the entire scene. <laughs> just, Because uh, Corey just has the nerve all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
0: precocious. They got to let you know he's precocious. Um, so then Alan also comes in to say goodnight and um, Corey makes a comment about how the Phillies are still in LA um, and he's like well you won't get to stay up and watch but your dad will always be there to tell you
1: about it tomorrow
0: which I think is very cute (laughs) so sweet Now he's like I'm always here for you son
1: yeah always cute always just love that validation it's like, mm-hmm. we're, we're your parents, and we're going to be here to support you. Like, the entire yeah. show, but also just especially in this episode, I think is always very, very loving, just really important. Yeah. But also... This is a very good family. <clears throat> the last three dang <laughs> lines of this entire yep. episode... Yeah, of, go for it. Yeah, of Mr. Matthews asking... Uh, I'm going to stop saying Mr. Matthews. Alan asking, uh, Amy. Is it Ann or Amy? It's Amy. It's Amy? (laughs) Yeah, you said that earlier in
0: the episode, and I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear it. Great. See, this is how much I know about
1: this dang show. (laughs) I mean, you only said it the one time. Yeah. Um, so it's fine. But now it's just implanted in my mind. This is fine. Yeah. Uh, Um, Alan asked Amy on the way out, just am I still grounded? And she Mm -hmm. says, we'll talk about it. And the last line from Corey, it's just he won't be back tonight. I was like, yeah. "What? <laughs> How do you know what that is? You shouldn't know. You are in the sixth grade. You, you have don't not know. had a health class like that yet. You don't know what anything is."
0: And also, he he didn't understand. Like earlier in the episode, when she made the comment, and he said, "In some ways, he didn't. He wasn't like, oh, oh, mm, dad, I get
1: you." <laughs> Oh, it's sad. You're you're grounded. I oh, know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, a weird way to end the episode. Yeah. Um, no end
0: credits this episode. Yeah, because
1: it's just, that's it. You get the fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's like solely '90s. I'm gonna always associate it with the '90s. But whenever the credits roll and they show what you saw in the episode. Oh yeah, with the frame. Yeah, with the stills. Like, from what yeah. But uh, yeah, last line. He won't be back tonight. (laughs) A a sex joke from a (laughs) 12-year-old. You know. So, Sid, what was the lesson? Oh, goodness. Uh, I, like, responsibility is important, but also education and fun are important as well. (laughs) Um, They're
0: not things that, they're things that can coexist and should coexist. Yeah.
1: You need to have both in order to have... A good time. But also, like, the fact that adults can also, or, like, parents can also just kind of, no, never mind. That thought went in and out of my head so quickly. <laughs> can I guess? It sounded to me
0: like you were going to say something like, parents can kind- can sometimes make mistakes, too.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was essentially it. Like, parents can mess up. They're going to mess up. Like, you're not going to know exactly what's best all the time. And that's okay. Yeah. And everyone's What's important learning is that they love you, yeah. And you, like everyone's just constantly learning. I think is also that bigger lesson that I pulled away. Yeah, because Feeny is older. We've established this child of the war,
0: <laughs> um, child
1: of the war. <laughs> he, I mean, he just learned something this dang episode too, and he's the teacher, yeah. the wise teacher. So I think, yeah, just trying to understand people's perspectives is also just key. There's a lot. It's <laughs> good. No, that was good. But I loved it. It was a good time. Me too. It's a
0: good one. That's one of the, like, lesser remembered episodes for me. But I do remember. um, It's so funny because I've said this a million times. But, like, this is my favorite show. And so the episodes that I hold in my brain are -hmm. really funny. Because, obviously, it's seven seasons. And I'm pretty sure every season is a full, like, 21, 22 episode season. So the things that I remember... Are always like oh yeah I remember this episode I remember this little thing where Both Minkus and Sean Hit their forehead at the same time (laughs) So yeah It's the end of the podcast Um, Thanks for listening
1: Yeah
0: You want to follow us on (laughs) social media We are everywhere at the Lost Years Pod Um, Well not everywhere I always say that but it's like (laughs) We're only on Twitter and Instagram (laughs) And that's fine. I mean, that is the most important places, um, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe one um, day we'll be on TikTok. <laughs> I, th- I literally was just thinking about TikTok. Um, I don't know what we would put on it, but could be fun. I'll think of things. <laughs> yeah. You're the guru over here.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can also email us at uh, the years pod at gmail.com. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Until next time, you're Tay, you're Sid,
1: just like it's always been.
0: What else do you need to know?